Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Oh, ball! Yes! yes! Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. And boys, How Goods Footy? <sighs> I'm not <sighs> sure this week. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Sean? I'm pretty sure <laughs> that it's heartbreaking, it's gut-wrenching, and yesterday after my team lost, I pretty much took a leave of absence. <laughs> I had to get away. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, mm. it was a joke, because I was like, oh, it's been two hours, oh, funny, Sean doesn't <laughs> talk for two hours, but I flew back from Adelaide, and we landed, and we got back in at about 10 o'clock, and I get home, and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> Sean hasn't said anything, <laughs> I haven't heard from Sean since three hours ago, he's not active, like, there was no like little green dot next to your name, and he, you weren't on Facebook, you hadn't, yeah, Twitter. you hadn't read any messages from the last, from the last five minutes of the last quarter, till... Three o'clock this afternoon, which is nearly a full 24 hours. Normally, I get pretty angry, fire off a lot of abuse to you guys, and then 20 to 30 minutes later, I go, I'm okay, <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We uh, haven't got the I'm okay message yet. Yeah, yesterday- You weren't okay? I don't even know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> just I left. Out. I left the house where I was watching the footy. I went to visit my parents, and I just helped my dad do some shit around the house. So, you know, I was sitting there- Helping him move a lawnmower, feeling the vibrations under my ass as we're driving this thing along. <laughs> and I just thought, footy's fucking shit. <laughs> Can I say? I'm, just, I'm shattered. I'm disillusioned. I'm not happy. Something is broken in you. Yeah. And I can see it. Yeah. I called it early. I think I messaged you guys. I'm not sure what stage of the game it was, but I said, game over. And it uh, killed me. Start of the third? Yes. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they, uh, Gold Coast. Came out and kicked the first two of the third quarter, I think. Yeah. And they were up by like 21 or something like that. Yeah. They ended up getting up by 27. We sort of clawed it back. and You definitely clawed it. You definitely clawed it back. Yeah. Uh, Lost by five points, mate. With yep. a chance to level the scores in the last 
with the last kick of the game. Yeah, I wasn't happy. I mean, we can get into it a little bit more when we talk through the games in a bit, but I, I didn't have a great footballing weekend. Tom? I've, I've had a mixed footballing weekend. Uh, first of all, footy's cooked just in general, <laughs> and this year has been impossible to get a form line on any team, mm-hmm. but some of these results are absolutely cooked. And I don't know, like, Dusha, you have yet to play. I can only imagine that you're, like, based on how footy is going, you're only going, oh, yeah, cool, we're favourites. Well, fuck, we'll probably lose by eight goals. <laughs> well, I don't even know if we're our favourites. No, I think you're the underdogs. Yeah. Oh, so really? Because um, someone tweeted us or messaged us and said that they'd backed all of the boys, but and they were all underdogs. Oh, no, that doesn't make sense because Brisbane was a favourite. We weren't the favourite. You were Ess- definitely not. No. Essendon but- aren't favourite either. Okay. So but that doesn't mean anything. That's just betting. But in terms of like your AFL predictions, yeah. Look, that I, Dusha, your game's probably a fifty-fifty. Yeah, well, <laughs> I feel like all three of these games were fifty-fifty. Yeah, no, I, well, Port Adelaide should have won your one before you know, the game. Do you like, know that you watch the game like and you go, on no, paper? Yeah, on yeah. paper they should have won. Well, especially when I got there and they're warming up, and we're, so we went to Adelaide obviously, yeah. and we get there and we sit down and can I say best thing about Adelaide Oval? They have a fucking curry truck that you can get. <laughs> Like I ate lamb rogan Josh and a garlic naan at the footy. Basically, my two f- I'm getting I'm salivating my two favorite things in the world. If you go on my Twitter page, I'm pretty sure it still says that I'm the president of the Rogan Josh Appreciation Society. Society. Yeah, I got my two favorite things combined: footy and Rogan Josh. And my fiance was there, so it was like maybe two, three and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rogan and Josh. Yeah, um, yeah. So, rogan and Josh. Yeah, and footy. Fiance. Fiance. If you have kids. And their boys is naming them pretty easy. Yeah, one <laughs> we call Rogan, and one we call Josh. Yeah. Probably just hyphenate the first name, call him Rogan Josh. <laughs> Rogan Josh Reed. <laughs> hey, and then he's just called RJ. Yeah, that's not bad. Or actually, you call him like just Joshua Reed. Yeah, but then it would be like I'm doing air quotes, but like Rogan Josh Reed. <laughs> we just call him RJ, and everyone's like, shouldn't he be called JR? And I'm like, no. Why? <laughs> that's not um, a bad idea. Nickname Rogan. That's good. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. I'm just got to get your fiance on board. <laughs> yeah, that's How not going to happen. How does she feel about Rogan Josh? Oh, she like so. She also had a car. It was we, that was really great. So she likes it, but not enough to name her kid after. <laughs> Definitely not. Ah, uh, that's going to be a hard sell. How does she feel about? Is she a Geelong supporter? She is a Geelong no, supporter. Okay. I was going to um, say, how does she feel about her children being Geelong supporters? But she, okay with that. Mm. She is a Geelong supporter, but she was sad because her favorite player, at, depending on the time of day, and who's playing. Is Tom Hawkins, and we sit down, and I and I'd been checking the thing, see if it that changes. Go to my brother, who's a Port supporter. I was like, "Hey, mate, Todd Marshall's out, and uh, Lindsay Thomas is in." And he's like, "Fuck, I'm gonna lose!" Like, just was so angry. I don't even know why you picked him up. Um, I have more on that later. I know why you picked him up. Mm. Uh, but so we get there, and Mikhail's like, "Where's my boyfriend?" I'm like, "What?" Have we look out, fiance? I'm right here. I'm like, I'm here. We, I gave you a ring. I thought we'd move past that, but no, Tommy Hawkins. Is, so when when I realised that he's not playing, I'm like. We're in trouble. We've got no height. We've got no back line. They're going to be fired up from losing last week. But I uh, guess there was a power outage in Adelaide <laughs> uh, and we smashed them, um, which I didn't realize until the final score. I was like, oh, we did smash them. So yeah. I'm, I was 50, happy. 50 played like 82 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I was happy, Sean. We should just point out to listeners, this is a longer round because of Anzac Day. So there's still two games that have yet yeah. to be played. We've got Richmond versus Melbourne. Uh, Tuesday and, night Yeah which, Tuesday so night That would have happened So this is a weird thing And I think we've pointed yeah. it out In an episode before We record on a Monday night But the episodes come out Wednesday morning Correct So A time of recording The Richmond Melbourne game Hasn't happened But Time of you guys listening to this It will have It have happened So you can laugh at our Probably wrong predictions And if or you correct predictions 
And Melbourne you... by 40. <laughs> <laughs> Richmond by 30. Uh, Dustin Martin by 20. <laughs> He's done it before. He, he would do it again. He'll kick 20 goals probably. <laughs> If he if he does, someone was like he should kick a a bag. Like he needs to kick kick a double figure bag for Hardwick to have like proven that he's a great coach and he's a good player. And I was like, what? Uh, he won every individual award and a premiership last year. Although I would like to see him kick twelve. <laughs> It'd be good. Hope just not against my team would be great. Well, you've already played him, so you're probably safe. All right, good. Safe till next year. <laughs> well, who do they play? Who else? Who shoot? They play Carlton at some point again, and he'll the season's just get very off the young. Chain. They're going to play a few more shit teams. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Friday night we had uh, Sydney hosting Adelaide, and I don't think any of us backed Adelaide. No, no. It, it's this Did is anybody I mean in the world back Adelaide? Yeah, a few people. Yeah. Uh, our mate Yoav, who's chirpy again because they've they've, <laughs> they've won. Um, yeah. Now look, I don't think I think it's one of those things where so far this year, if a team has been scrutinised relentlessly, like Collingwood were a week ago, like the Bulldogs were a couple of weeks ago, then they come out and deliver. And I think this was no exception. Tex Walker responded as much as I hate to say it. I can't stand the bike, but he responded well to the criticism leveled at him. Huge game from Tex. Massive game from Tex. Did everyone agree with that though, Sean? No. Okay. So, <laughs> Sean's first pot shot of the night. We so, don't- just, just in case someone didn't watch the game, here is Tex Walker's stats. <clears throat> 16 touches, which is pretty good for a key forward though. Yeah. Four goals, one. 62 to 62% efficient. Uh, and also... Laid kicked, two tackles, t- took seven marks. Kicked a monster from like 65 out. Went down to the back line too at the end and took a game-saving game mark. mark. And, um, you know... Captain's I, game. Best on ground, probably. Ooh, nah. No? Close, Seedsman. though. Seedsman. Carved them up. Yeah. Seedsman with one goal, two, and 26 touches at 60%. Sorry, Tom. Text for me. Text uh, gets the three votes. Seedsman, when the game was on on the line in the first quarter, had fourteen possessions. You're making me have then- to be a Wayne Carey here and like praise text too much because that's what apparently happened. The Channel Seven commentary team, rightly so, I think, were like, Tex Walker's had a huge game. Good on him." And Wayne Carey said he's stuck it up some of his critics. Kane Corns has, I guess, thought that's a pot shot at me, and actually said he actually said this <laughs> on radio. I think someone's got into Wayne Carey's ear during the week and said, Tex is a bit down. Can you build him up a bit? <laughs> he had a fucking nearly best on ground performance. Wayne Carey's allowed to say, good on you, mate. Stick it up. Kane Corns, i got to say this. Is there a bigger fucking parasite in AFL journalism? Well, I think using the term journalism fairly loosely, he's an ex-player, who, he's, he's an ex-player who's asked to make controversial comments. Yeah, like who's a good journalist? Just off the top of our head. Jared um, Whateley. Jared Whateley is like... If it's a television term, The Sopranos. Oh. And Kane Corns is like shitty reality TV. Not even that. Yeah. You remember Fish Channel on Channel... Th- Actually, that's an amazing show. Is that you just remember- 24 hours of people going yeah. fishing? No. The Fish Channel? What is that? It was on like Channel 31. Yeah. This is... A- it was like... Maybe this is just a Geelong thing, but you put it on, <laughs> it was like at four in the morning and it was just like a still... A- one single camera just filming a fish tank. With fish in it for like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, okay. No, well, know then, what you're talking about. thank you. Well, then that's Kane Corns, except the fish tank's empty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that used to be like, yeah, actually, just to give listeners from anywhere that wasn't regional Geelong some. Um, I actually remember this channel now. No, thank you. What it <laughs> is, you. it was when either SBS or Channel Thirty One ended programming because that was when TV stations used to end for a bit. Yeah, yeah which is weird. I forgot that. We live in out. a world where nothing ends and it's awful. Yeah, but TV used to end. 
Yeah, like wasn't there one channel that just played like the weather on a loop yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and one played fish. Cane Corns is that fish, but at prime time for some fucking reason. And with no fish. And with no <laughs> just fish. tank of water. <laughs> Transparent. Transparent, or- if you will, yeah. Hey, just look, it's... This is the thing, and I actually want to put it up, Sean. Yeah, because I don't up. actually, I don't actually want you to get all your anger out and and tee off at Kane Corns because that's what Kane Corns wants. His his sole function as a journalist is to cause controversy. Wayne Carey bit back at him exactly and said, the, "You are going to find it. that being a shock jock on radio oh. has a very short lifespan." Man, do you know what Wayne Carey? <laughs> that's huge from Wayne. Very good. He likes a whack. He likes a whack. Doesn't he? Doesn't discriminate in his whacks either. Doesn't Men, hold back. Women, uh, former players, uh, it doesn't matter if it's with an open palm or a glass in his hand, he loves a good whack, does Wayne? So, yeah, hate Wayne Carey as yeah, much as no, probably you enough. hate Kate <laughs> Although, Wayne Carey, look, he is, this is not a controversial statement. No, it's not. He is an awful human being. <laughs> Correct. But there is one story about him that I respect where he got arrested and tried to headbutt his way out <laughs> of the back of a police car. <laughs> He was handcuffed and tried to headbutt the doors open. Is this when he was oh. playing? Like, I don't, no, it might have been just after retirement. But also, yeah. this can also turn to a crack about Adelaide because uh, they picked him up after they knew he was a piece of shit human being. That's oh, true. That sounds like Adelaide. Mm. But being terrible. Back to the footy. Adelaide's probably back on track. Yeah. It was a really... Like, they were missing Sloan, the Crouch brothers, Eddie Betts. Yeah, huge win on the road. They're now missing Hardigan, so they've lost another defender. They've got so many injuries. They've got. They're not leaving Adelaide though for the next month. So if the, if it's going to happen any time of the year, it's probably a good time to happen now. Probably true. They're they're, they're back on track until two weeks' time when the rails fall off again, and we write them off on this show, and every That's other true. media outlet does it too. Josh Kennedy needs to lift. I reckon he's injured. He must be carrying something. They've denied that he's carrying an injury. Can we can we talk about the other great moment from this game? Mm. Gary Rowan's oh great goal. goal. Yeah, great moment. The, the crowd got up. They yeah. chanted chanting his name. Yeah. Every single player in the Sydney jumper on that ground went to him. Yeah. And I was like, that's what footy's about. That's why we love footy. I will say again, we get angry about the footy. Sean is heartbroken a lot. Because we love it But so we much. love footy. And Gary Rowan kicking that goal and his teammates getting around him. <laughs> I'm getting a bit emotional just talking about it. That's true, boys. It, it is what, you know, what they say. A heart can only be broken when it's been loved. So, Aww. yeah. This footy. episode's a bit beautiful. Yeah. Um, just to give a bit of backstory on Ken Corns, like for someone who's not familiar with him. I just I like to- we're back on this. So we've had this nice moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, piece of shit, Kane Corns. No, it's because I, I just just found something that he tweeted about yesterday. So Sunday, there was a brawl outside the ground. Yeah. I started it. I didn't. I didn't even know it happened. <laughs> you ran away from it. Yeah. It actually, it actually happened in the ground in like one of those like function rooms. Yeah. But yeah, it was huge. There was a massive brawl then- a random Adelaide supporter just on Twitter just responded to uh, Channel 7, one of our news stations, reporting on it being like, hope you cover this, Kane Corns, you peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Kane Corns fired back. I love it. He fires back on Twitter. No worries, hero. <laughs> <laughs> then Jason came back and just a massive paragraph. Haha, that's it. Go write another story about text, you brain dead moron. Uh, plenty of fun things to write about your rabble this week. Even other media knows you're a puppet and all are laughing at you and not with you at the party. Kerry says what everyone thinks. And then Kane Corns just fired back and corrected this guy's grammar. Wow. Oh, Kane's. Not your best moment, mate. He hasn't had a lot. No. <laughs> Go back <laughs> to being a fireman. Back at that idiot. Yeah. Like, 
Because this is the thing. I go leave, on... it at, leave it at no worries, hero. Because like that's already just like... He's got form on Twitter for firing back. I've noticed it the last few, like, the last week or so. I'm surprised like him and Wayne aren't going to have a disagreement in a car park later this week. Well, no, because Wayne Carey, I don't know if he's on Twitter, but they just brought it up with him on radio and he just pretty much shut it down. He was just like, Tex Walker made you look like a fool and um, you know, you're just a shock jock. So shut up, mate. Push on. Back to the footy again. Yeah, it was the next game, Sean. <laughs> St. Kilda took on the Giants. Oh, huge. Um, it was a draw, 73 apiece. First draw of the year. Yeah. First draw of the year. I read a stat. Yes. Yeah, what was the stat? It was so like- So, um, St. Kilda and the Giants have been involved of four of the last five draws. Yeah. What? Oh, right. I yeah. think we went with each other for a second. I was like, what the fuck? So, Geelong's also been there as well. So- Oh, no, I read the stat as each other. No, it's just... Nah. So that no. in the last That's year, a less impressive stat. In the last 12 months, there's been five draws, and St. Kilda have been involved in two, and GWS have been involved in two. GWS got out of jail here. The Saints deserve to win this, and this was the St. Kilda I think every Saints supporter has been looking for for the last five rounds. A yeah. team that tried and just fell short. That's what they... They just hadn't tried all year. They, they finally kind of have it, had a bit of a go. Paddy McCartan kicked three. Paddy McCartan kicked three, including a good one when they were on that come back into the game. Is Billings the uh, Saints player who's shit house with accuracy? I don't know about that. I think I they're think all... think last year he was rubbish. Do you want to put this, it on there? the weekend, kicked one goal three. Mm. Um, they're all shit house with accuracy is probably the big... Was it a free it. kick at the end for Carlisle? Yeah, I think it was, but as, the, as both coaches and everyone sort of come out and said, the umpire didn't see that other arm. And Phil Davis goes, look, you'll probably get away with one. But Carlisle came out and said that that contact was the second part of the contact. He yeah. actually should have just taken the yeah. mark first up. Should yeah. have taken the mark. Gone back and missed the goal anyway. But Oh, no, he would have just had to kick a point. Well, he just had to kick a point. Probably still would have fucked it. He kicked it like over his head <laughs> into the Giants' goals and they, and they actually won. <laughs> but that's like, like that's pretty big of him to be like, look, it doesn't matter. I, I should have taken yeah, it. Yeah, I should have taken the mark. Yeah. Like to get... Cause a lot of players would have been like, yeah, look, sometimes the umpires miss one. Which is what Phil Davis actually came out and said. Yeah. So Phil Davis has even conceded. They've both conceded. Yeah. That they, like Phil Davis said, I probably got him high. And Carlisle said, it actually doesn't matter. He got me high. I should have stuck the mark. But, you know, that's that's a and better that's, result than a 90-point drubbing. And also, like, that's that's nice from both teams. That's, yeah. That shows how good footy is. Just respect. Like, look, game didn't go either of our ways. Controversial call at the end, but whatever. See, this is good. This is all. This is all good stuff. Yeah. And a uh, friend of the show, he's a part of the footy tipping. Uh, yep. Matt, Matt Stewart from Do Go On. I ran into him the night before the game. Yes. Uh, he was just like, I just can't handle another non-competitive game. He's a big Saints man, and I was like, I reckon you'll get done by about twenty. And he was like, I would be happy with that as long as that we play well. Stoked with this. He'd be super stoked. Yeah. It's two more points than they'll probably getting when this game started. So <laughs> it's a fair call. I think everyone was expecting like 10 goals. Well, that's what I expected from the next game, which was um, Carlton hosting the Eagles. And it was only 10 points. And again, how cooked is footy? Eagles, Carlton are rubbish Eagles and Eagles play. are amazing. Eagles can't play at the MCG. I think that Carlton just played a different style, though. They, they played that grind defensive style yeah. that's worked well for them last year. But I mean, they've got, I reckon they've got to stick to fat. I know I said last year that they've got to get rid of it. Like last week, I was like, nah, fuck them all off. They're rubbish. But maybe uh, they're not rubbish. Maybe they're not rubbish. I saw a that should be the name of this show every week. Maybe they're not rubbish. The footy show that writes off one a bloke one week, backs him the next. Well, uh, famously, this podcast for the first three weeks was claiming a different team was going to win the wooden spoon and change their mind every single week. Who did we have last week? Uh, probably Carlton. 
And they probably still yeah, they're probably yeah, still, probably no, still I there. I think Carlton are like been a safe bet, but the fir- after like the first oh, Bulldogs Freo, I think I jumped yeah, it was on like Bulldogs Freo North North. <laughs> Ship has sailed on North. <laughs> Ship has sailed on North. Um, I probably would have thought Collingwood after round one, or even round two. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think we also yeah actually because Gold all- Coast we're all over yeah. them. Um, I, I I had the Giants missing finals. <laughs> <laughs> Still could happen. Still I mean, could happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I believe um, a little bit. Um, Harry McKay came in for Carlton, kicked four goals. About fucking time. He looks really good. He debuted. I'm pretty sure last year against Brisbane up at the Gabba and kicked two. I think and looked really exciting. It's one of those things where I don't understand why they haven't been playing him. Has he been injured? Well, no. He's been playing in the VFL and they dropped him a few times. It's like no, nah, that's those kind of those kind of big key forwards are the players you have to play every week. He's a bit like Eric Hipwood, where it's like, I don't really care what the form line is. I think he just plays every week. Yeah. Because the, the sooner you get 50 games into him, the better for your team. Yep. yep. Yeah. Patrick right. Cripps uh, had a huge game for Carlton. <laughs> 34 touches, 11 tackles. Holy shit. <laughs> he's, he's, you know how we wanted him out of our top 50? Now nah, he belongs. He can take Danaher's spot. I think about eight players have taken Danaher's yeah. spot at this stage. Fuck, at this point, I could probably take Danaher's spot. <laughs> he's having a good year. He'll, he'll probably be the next captain, yeah? Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think either him or... Maybe, maybe, maybe oh, Doherty actually is the other factor. Well, Doherty, I didn't realize this. Doherty's 24. He's very young, yeah. He looks like an old man. Yeah. He has an old man. He it's because he played two years in Brisbane. Well, no, but I look at his face and I'm like, okay, you're my age. No, he's he's younger than my younger brother. Mm. Wait, hang on. No, he's the same age <laughs> as my younger brother. How did Nick Nat go? Oh, pretty good. He keeps rolling on. 26 hit outs. I mean, he just adds something to their team that I don't think you can actually measure on a statistical You know who's never added level. anything to that team? Jack Redden. Is he still there? He's still there. He's still getting a game. 17 touches. He's yeah, but you just, know what? He's doing he never a job. took the next step. But he's doing a job. What's the job? But who else is coming in for him? Well, he's, he's, he was dropped a few times last year. He's filling the Pritis role. Oh, he's not. He's no Pritis. But he's allowing, that's what I mean though, but he's allowing other players to be more creative. So he goes, he just gets the ball out. Someone good actually does something with it. I'll cop to that. Um, Saturday night, huge game at Adelaide Oval. Oh. Port Adelaide versus the Geelong Cats. Boy. The Cats got up by 34 points. Fucking hell. Tom, you were there. I was there. And I have to admit, any time that Port when that when Port Adelaide okay Port Adelaide do pre match entertainment better than any other club going around, mm-hmm. their crowd was up and about. The minute that Geelong were able to draw the crowd out of it was good because it meant that the energy just changed. Yeah, but in that third quarter where they started coming back, I'm thinking, oh shit, they got they were in front. They hit the lead in the third quarter, and then we just kind of ran over the top of them in the last. Like the crowd pretty much stopped cheering when Mitch Duncan kicked that goal 20 seconds into the. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Just on the crowd. Were they booing Selwood? Oh, okay. Let me... All right. All right. Yeah. What didn't so kick a goal in the last quarter? They did not kick a goal in the last quarter. So, okay. There's didn't a couple, fire a shot. A couple of things I want to talk about here. My experience at Adelaide Oval has... I've been now twice. I've enjoyed it each time. The people sitting around us are really good, except for one bloke at the back who was just yelling out dumb shit. And it got to the point where a girl sitting in front of me who was a port supporter turned around to me and was like, oh, look, we've been here for four years. He's new this year and we all hate him. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? That's good. So where I was, the crowd was really good. And I imagine there are pockets where the crowd was really good elsewhere. However, two bullshit acts from supporters that just make all of Port Adelaide look bad is bad for the game and it makes me go, how good's footy? Well, when this stuff happens, it's not very good. Sean. Okay. Jeez. Okay. What so, happened? This is uh, going to tie into another event. So uh, we talked about Lindsay Thomas getting a call up into the game. Lindsay. And uh, 
Lindsay kicked a really good goal. He kicked a huge goal. Everyone got around him. And then Redemption. Lindsay Thomas Comeback decided, story. <laughs> instead of doing the redemption story, I'm actually going to go back to being the massive piece of shit, sniping bastard, weak, pissed dog that I am. <laughs> and I am going to concuss a bloke by overrunning the ball and elbowing him in, in the fucking head yep. at the point where concussion is a really serious issue in this game. Me... 30-year-old veteran of the game, been playing for years, seen as kind of a leader for Indigenous players, is a weak as piss fuckhead, <laughs> knocked out Scott Selwood in the just the dog, like just a dog act. Just ran straight past the ball. The ball Stuck rolled. his elbow out. As Selwood's like on the ground, slides into him, elbow up, bang, knocks him out cold, mm. right? Selwood takes no other further part in the game. When Cameron Ling calls it a dog act, oh. you know it's a dog act. <laughs> and Lingy, Lingy's soft as butter. Like he yeah. doesn't like calling things dog acts. Yeah. When Matty Lloyd calls it a dog act, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad judge of character. When Kane Corns is proud of you, you know it's a dog act. <laughs> um, Kane Corns actually, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he said, oh, it's worth one or two weeks. Yeah, I Dermot agree. Brereton said, oh, slow motion. He's probably in the clear. He, uh, he looked at the ball a lot. <laughs> hey, hey, Brereton, guess fucking what? He looked at the ball a lot and then went, nah, I'm not going to fucking pick that up. I'm going to elbow this guy in the head. <laughs> he actually has time. He actually could pick that ball up, turn around, and they could be going back into their forward line. And instead, he decides to elbow him in the face. Now, this is he the doesn't most- even put himself in a good position no. by doing that. He literally, like, because Scott Selwood falls kind of back on him. Yeah. Like, they both end up on the ground and the ball's still in play. Mm. So what happened next is a bit of a scrum, bit of a melee. Uh, also, just a reminder, Dermot Brereton karate chopped a guy in the jaw. Oh, yeah. And then stomped and on stomped, him. No, no, no. Two, he, he's been reported for seven weeks twice. One for a sling tackle that resulted in a stomp on the head. And once he karate chopped a bloke in the face and broke his jaw. So has form, Brereton. <laughs> yeah. So if Brereton's going, oh, that's all right. You're probably doing the wrong thing, Thomas. And that's not me talking in first person. That's Lindsay Thomas. Yep. Anyway, Lindsay, weak as piss, Thomas. Oh, weak as piss. I, I'm, and people are like, oh, you wouldn't say that to his face. No, I would. I'd look him in the eye and be like, mate, what kind of example are you setting for young kids watching the footy? Because yeah. there were heaps of kids around us in Port Adelaide Jumpers who watched the footy. You hear stories of like Liam Picken for the Bulldogs, who's had a concussion now. Can't go to the games. Can't have a football thrown at him. There is a high likelihood he's never going to play the game again. There are mm. so many stories around concussion now that he's a dumb, weak as fucking piss act, and you should be suspended for as long as you get, and then you should never play a game of football at elite level again. Get out. I agree. Get in the bin. I think his career's done. Well, his career was pretty much cooked when he got there. This was like a reprieve for him. He luckily got in because someone pulled out late or something. With guess what? Concussion. He's going to get four or five weeks. He is. Surely. And that'll be it for him. So here's the thing, though. He's right? lost the faith of the, the board and the players and the coach. <laughs> no, he's lost it. There, there is no one out there who could win. Except Dermy. Dermy's <laughs> like, he's in my... He's recruiting a team called Dermy's Heroes. Uh, they're just going to go out every week and bash blokes. Coach Fraser Gehrig's the captain. <laughs> oh, photo of Fraser Gehrig. <laughs> Pickett. Byron Pickett. Anyway. Pikey, headbutt people. The worst part of it all, Your though. mate will get on the team, too. Okay. Wayne Carey, he's in there. Glenn Archer, oh, it's a good team. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, so yeah. that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was, so Selwood's been knocked out. Earlier in the game, uh, Hamish Hartlett was involved in a head clash yeah. with Dangerfield. Yeah. Stretcher came off, carried him out, gave a thumbs up. A lot of the Geelong yeah. people around us clapped, and everyone sort of clapped. There was like, a lot of oh, blood okay. in that head clash, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, he came back on, though. They had yeah. like heaps of stitches. They like stapled his face back together, and he yeah. came back out, played pretty good. So people were respectful of that. When a player goes off injured, you're respectful. Scott Selwood, being a Selwood, 
and that's just who they are. Stretcher came out and he immediately stood and pushed the stretcher away. It's what they do. Joel Sell was done it multiple times yeah. and he walked off. When he stood up, the crowd booed him. The Port Adelaide crowd booed him. Speaking of weakest piss, do not boo injured players who have concussion when they go off the ground. My brother's like, oh, you know, but Geelong, Geelong people will boo them at home. And I, I will agree that there are supporters at every club who are dickheads. But I've never been at a Geelong home game where Geelong supporters, in majority, because it was very loud, have booed an injured player going off the ground after a hit like that too. No class. Sickening. No class. The, you know, they've, they've got as much class as Koshy. Some clubs, some clubs, get the None. Pre- some clubs get the president they deserve. Oh, you know what? Exactly. Mm, yeah. But this is the thing. I don't want to tire all the Port Adelaide supporters because some of them are really nah, good. Nah, fuck them. But, <laughs> but that fact, the fact that they, they booed Scott Selwood when he was taken off injured and they booed Joel Selwood when he was awarded best on ground yeah. in an Anzac Day medal like winning thing. Yeah. Just, just shitty behaviour. Uh, let's talk about some positives from that game, Sean, because there yeah. were some. Yeah, our fucking got? back line made it. You know, you know what I love about our back line? They're like a ragtag group going behind <laughs> enemy lines. They're not supposed to win, and they fucking get it done, and I love it. I love an underdog story. Oh, I love an underdog story, mate. Yeah. Now, back line's great. Tim Kelly keeps going well. Uh, fucking good win away from home. Um, Dan Menzel got exposed a bit without Tom Hawkins, but the good thing was other people stepped up. That was going to happen, though, because they, they basically... Menzel was Hawkins for the night. Yeah. He was the target they kicked to. He was getting... Uh, double, triple teamed sometimes, so he kicked a goal in the end. Hey, we won by 34 points, so uh, I'll take it. Cop that, you piss-weak flog, Lindsay Thomas. Enjoy retirement. Oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. while we're on this game, yeah. this is a good tangent to bring this up. Yeah. Do you know what else came out of this game? What? Fucking Joel Selwood got a week for striking. Do you know oh. how he stroke? Struck? Do you know how he hit? <laughs> Lindsay Thomas? Lindsay Thomas! Was it after he basically killed his... Are they, are they brothers, right? They're brothers, yep. yeah. Yeah, So after Lindsay Thomas yeah. almost killed his yep. brother. Yeah, no, so... Came just he actually it's really it's funny to watch. He kind of casually just goes over to the Malay happening, and Lindsay Thomas kind of gets away from it. No one noticed Selwood's there, and then Selwood just gets down, just whacks him one. Now I will say this: if if Selwood's Selwood's been found guilty, one match suspension. Fair enough. You hit a guy; they've deemed it as intentional, high contact, low impact. Just on Selwood though, Tom. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, mate, but I see him not. Com- uh, all right, it's a jumper punch. I, I get it. Well, it is, but basically he went to grab him. And his hand, I think, slipped. He didn't mean to. Do you think oh, he meant to punch yes. him? It, yes. it hit the. It slid down the side of his face. Well, I think it was a warning punch. It's the kind of punch that I don't like to see get a week. Well, no, but but if it's getting a week, mm. I'm okay for it to get a week as long as Sean. I want circumstances to come into it. Nah, circumstances don't come into it. It's it's all it, there's boxes to a check. A crime of passion, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Joel Selwood got off his one match suspension this week after it was deemed it was a crime of passion. His mother approves. It's, do you know what it is? It's just like the plot of Chicago, but just with the Selwood boys. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so you just want consistency. I just want consistency, boys. Yeah. And instead, what I got was a fucking joke. I'm getting ahead by one game, but I'm going to dive into it anyway. Tom Mitchell, Brownlow favourite at the moment, plays for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Playing against North Melbourne, a bit frustrated. Wasn't getting the game he wanted to. As Todd Goldstein is running back away from the goals, Tommy Mitchell runs up, gets the elbow up, whacks him in the back of the head. Now that is, Goldstein was fine, kept playing the game, much like Lindsay Thomas was fine after his you know, whack from Selwood. Have you seen the, the vision, Dusha? I haven't. I haven't. It's not good, mate. It's not good. His back is turned and he's running away. So the thing that saved him is Goldstein doesn't hit the deck. He stays up. Yeah, but neither did Thomas. Thomas was on the ground and rolled away. 
I would argue Tom Mitchell's is so much worse than Selwood. Oh, absolutely. Because he runs up behind a player, behind his back, and Reece elbows Cobb got him two in the weeks back of the head. For doing the same thing, yeah, no injury like to the player. I don't like it. Hit. I think they've put the brown low into it. Oh. And they've gone. You reckon? If you, if you get suspended, you can't win it. And I think he's the favourite or second favourite to win. The, he's the favourite at the moment. And they've given him a bit of a lenient thing. It's here. the uh, Nat Fife rule. It's the, it's the Paddy Dangerfield rule except for last year. It's bullshit. Because in my book, they've, they've labelled it as misconduct instead yeah. of striking. It's intentional. High contact, low impact. Yep. It's the same as Joel Selwood's, so they Mitch, should be the same fucking thing. Mitch Robinson got an off-the-ball one very similar to Tom Mitchell's. One week. Got a week for it. And I, I'm, I'm They happy, protect the good players. I'm happy for Selwood. Well, apparently not. I'm, I'm happy was, for Selwood yeah. to get a week, right? If Tom Mitchell gets a week. I'm livid that there's this bullshit inconsistent. This was the whole. This is the thing that people hate about the, the game, is the match review panel, which is now just one bloke, so it's the MRO, match <laughs> review official, officer, whatever his name is. Uh, are you watching a douche? Michael Christian the, is his name. Found the vision. Trying to find the vision. Um, just keep finding photos that are very, very blurry and hard it's, to tell It's what's pretty going on. blurry, but basically he runs it was up off to him. the ball. Yeah. It's off the ball. Elbows him in the back of the head. It was a free kick. I just think either they're both fines or they're both, because in my book, they're the same. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Send a message. Yeah. Come on. Do you think Geelong will challenge the Selwood thing? Or uh, Chris Scott doesn't tend to, but. They don't risk getting any extra matches if they challenge. So they may. They may go, look, we want to lower oh, yeah. the... Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, thank you. They may try to be like, look, it wasn't a strike, it's misconduct. Also right in front of an umpire. Oh, yeah. Didn't Merritt get a similar... Didn't Merritt get nah, Merritt was done a... for... Oh, last year? Yeah. No, that was a very big jumper punch. Ah, <laughs> was that a was gut it Tom punch? Hawkins one? Oh, actually, yeah. No, it was. that's right. It was a gut punch, but it yeah. was after... After they dogged him. Yeah, it was like after... um. A player like basically almost killed him, and then yeah. later on he just hit him in the stomach. But he copped a week because striking is not allowed. Which yeah, it isn't. You don't want it, but be consistent. That's all I ask. Yeah. I'd be able to accept the Selwood suspension if it wasn't so blatantly obvious that they're protecting Tom Mitchell. Question for you, lads: mm. Do we need to talk about Fremantle? Ah, uh, they were good. Played actually, well no, at no, home. no, we do. Okay, one thing. All right, how fucking good is Michael Walters? Oh, he's amazing. And, oh, Nat Fife. Oh, now, right. now, look, we will talk about yeah, Freo. Yeah. <laughs> Nat Fife is amazing, but Michael Walters is just as good. He's a different kind. Different of kind. Of, I'd, I'd, if you said, would you like Fife or Walters in, in your side, as a Geelong supporter, I'm taking Walters. Yeah, because you don't, don't need Fife. You could use a Fife, but you don't yeah. ap- you'd, you'd much rather a I'd Walters. I'd much rather a Walters. I'd take a Fife, but that's just the needs of your team, I guess. Who are you taking? Fife or Walters? Well, I think well, you want a Fife. I don't know. We someone to kick goals would be nice. Yeah, no, but you've got the tools there. They just need a fire. <laughs> yeah, you've got Josh Green. Some of our tools are tools. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'd go with a lot of your tools are tools. Uh, Tommy Boyd made his comeback, kicked two goals. Yeah, good for him. Yep. Good on him. Um, Looks like a bit of a prophet with a beard and long hair. Yeah, he's got a bit of the Messiah going on. Yeah. Maybe he's the Messiah that's going to drag the Bulldogs out of whatever the fuck they're in at the moment. This game does need a lift, though, doesn't it? Hey, he just come back from ha- taking time off for mental health reasons, Sean. Is Shaki going to get a run at some stage? No. Good. Happy with that. <laughs> um, doggies, uh, they just struggled. The, yeah. the pressure game is pretty much all they have, and it didn't work. And, and like Freo always plays super well at Optus Stadium. Like Freo now have a perfect record at Optus Stadium, and I didn't think I'd say this a couple of weeks ago. But how many but games have they played there? Like four? Three. Three. And I've won three? It's not a big uh, deal then. Put it this it? way, though. All of a <laughs> sudden, true. next Sunday at seven gets very interesting because it's, the, it's, yeah, the, oh, it's the derby. And a week ago, it would have been like two weeks ago, it would have been like, oh, Adelaide will, uh, West Coast will smash that. Yeah. But Start now, the season, it would have been, who oh, gives a shit cup? Now it's the, I give a shit cup. Now it's game of the round, probably. Game of the round. Yes. Speaking of, 
Well, that's probably not it. No, probably not. This is North Melbourne taking on the Hawks. Um, jumped them. Absolutely jumped them at the start. <laughs> it was a massacre. It was an ambush. It was a, it was an ambush. Brad Scott. Oh, I'm very, I'm very actually, critical of him. Is it actually Chris Scott in prosthetics? Because they haven't actually coached <laughs> on the same day yet. <laughs> Except when they... What I mean, maybe maybe Brad's like they've just locked You're him like, in a basement somewhere, and Chris is pretending to be both Scott brothers. Could be, or alternatively, Chris just called up Brad, spoke on the phone for two hours, hung up the phone, two hour sorted, chat, sort of the old uh, two, hour. two hour chat <laughs> to fix a the how goods footy two hour <laughs> chat to fix your coaching career. Big Benny Brown's leading the Coleman, kicked four. Jared White staying fit and playing well. He kicked four in the first <laughs> fucking forty minutes of the game. Jared White kicked three five. <laughs> yeah, imagine being a kick straight. He's like, if he can play a whole season, which I seriously doubt, he's going to get suspended or injured at some point. <laughs> oh well, I, I've been saying that for three weeks, he, and he's still going. If he keeps going, they're a smoky for finals. I reckon Ooh. even even if he misses a couple here and there, but gets back, if he gets suspended, they're yep. still a smoky because he'll just come back. They are. They're in the mix. They're in the middle of the the field. I Holy think. shit! Currently, as it stands, North Melbourne is third on the ladder. Yeah. yeah. Read me the top four. <clears throat> West Coast. Yeah. GWS. Yeah. North Melbourne. Wow. Don't say yeah for GWS as if it's like, yeah, fair enough. You said they were not going to play finals. <laughs> I, I retracted that statement after yeah. round one. Good. Good. <laughs> Richmond. Well, do you know what? They're fair the enough. only team that's delivering on what expectations would be for a reigning premier. Richmond yep. are the only team that's been consistent. Well, who haven't been ravaged by injuries. Last year, didn't really cop any. So far this year, they're missing. Nothing. They're missing. They've had a lot of luck. Prestia, oh, is he back? Prestia's back. Yeah, came back. Rioli's, Rioli's just started training again. Rioli has only played a handful of games, really. Yeah, mm. do you know what I mean? They haven't had like uh, they haven't had Geelong. They haven't injury, been tested. Sean, is that what you're saying? They haven't been tested by having Rance miss game time or Dusty yeah. or Cochin yeah. or do you know what I mean? That is backtracking. One more thing, just about how good the power win was. We're away. I'm going to list six players who weren't playing in this side. Yeah, uh, Tom Hawkins, Lockie Henderson. Harry Taylor, Gary Ablett, Nakia Cockatoo, Cam Guthrie. Those six players are in our best 22. Most of them are in your best 10. Easy. <laughs> now, I was going to actually read this stat out while we're talking about my Sorry, game. Guthrie. And I forgot about it. And I've, <laughs> I've moved back. Yep. Yeah. But um, how's this for something, right? So this is games played as of tonight. So players who played on the port game. Kuniko 2. Jack Henry, three. Radagalea, three. Fogarty, four. Kelly, four. Parfit, 19. Parsons, 23. A third of the team with only 58 games total in experience. Our back line is lynched together by a guy who plays ruck midfield, a guy who's played one season, a young guy playing 50 games, another guy who's about at 50 games as well. Like, the fact that we went over there and dominated Port in a team... We played the fourth most inexperienced team on the weekend, and that includes St. Kilda, Carlton, and Freo, who are blooding so many new players, and we smashed them by 34. Just just had to get that out there. I was angry, and I didn't sort of get as excited as I wanted to be. I'm proud of my boys. That's a real uh, champion slash Mighty Ducks one effort there. It uh, is. Ragtag group of youngsters coming together and rolling the champions. That's only took half an episode for Geelong arrogance to creep back in. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I'm proud. Oh, what's the next game, Sean? No, you're allowed to be proud. I just want to stay on the the North game because it was an impressive performance. Um, although James Sicily, 28 touches, had a ripping game. 
He's been sent to the tribunal though, and I haven't seen the footage oh, for this. I watched the fuck. It's on. He stomped on someone's leg or something. Apparently, yeah, Whoa. and it looks intentional. <laughs> Here's so a, it gets referred to the tribunal if there's no precedent for it, um, or if it's late. Uh, so it's either if there's no not a real precedent for it, it's like a, in a grey area, yeah, or if it's labelled a severe impact, which is what Lindsay Thomas's was, and that means it's got a minimum three week suspension attached to it. Okay, so. Sicily's probably going to miss a week, maybe two. Good. Cop it. Um, I reckon Burton's lucky, just quietly. Did he get off? He didn't get anything. Oh, that's... Yeah. I reckon he probably... It was an, it was an accident. Like, he's clearly bracing for impact. Yep. He doesn't do what... He doesn't get off the ground. He doesn't put an elbow up. He braces for impact, gets him high. He probably gets a week in the same way that... Dangerfield and Brody Grundy and a lot of those guys got a week last year because he chose Higgins, not to tackle because he chose not to tackle and he could have yeah and um I've just Higgins, passed the footage to Sean Higgins went to hospital too with a concussion he's just had a kid too like this is the thing that that blows my mind about the sorry to harp on about it this is the thing that blows my mind about the Lindsay Thomas thing is you've got so many players who are going down yeah. with concussion and injuries like this and he chooses to do something risky and dumb like that yeah I've, yeah. I've had my bit. I'm probably not. I'm going to have more pots at him for the next like three weeks. I've just watched the Sicily footage. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's probably a reprimand. Oh, it's it's dodgy. It's only because he's got form. He, do you know what's dodgy about it? Watching mm. it is that he casually like. It's not like he's running. No, he sort of slows to a walk, steps over the guy, just oh whoops, I stepped on you. Like that's intentional. Maybe you give him a week. Then, I reckon he gets a week. If it's deliberate, he gets a week for just being a dumbhead. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dumbheads. Brisbane took on Gold Coast, and it did not go how you would have liked. How I would have liked. Cam Rayner by five could have points. won it, mate. No, he could have drawn it. That's a win. No, it's not a were. fucking win. I don't accept draws. I'm not St Kilda. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it because for that last quarter that your ball, the ball was in your forward half for five minutes? It got down the other end, and Lynch was able to put you, put them out six points by missing and that kind of yeah, Lynch. Um... Harris Andrews, I've been pretty critical of him for the first month of the season, but he had his best game in probably 12 or 18 months. I thought he was really good. He had about 10 intercept marks. McCluggage played a really good game. McCluggage. So that was the thing. And I'm I'm quite angry because the leadership at Brisbane is fucking shithouse. And I'm going to touch on them in a minute. But yeah, the kids. McCluggage had his best game. Um, Barry Hipwood, had his Hipwood best kicked game. Three in the Hipwood comeback. kicked three. was really good. So he stood up at one end. Harris Andrews stood up at the other end. With it and played probably his best game for the season. With great. And for fuck's sake, give him a Rising Star nomination because he's had 27 touches or something like that, shooting at about, I think, 75 or 80% efficiency. Just give him a nomination. He's going to win the bloody award. He's a gun. I love him. I love him. <laughs> There's things to be excited about in Brisbane. But oh. Dane Beams has been really poor. Is he injured? I think he must be carrying something. I'm not quite sure because he just doesn't look up for it. And Beams is is an interesting captain because he's not a vocal one. Yeah. He's more of like he'll get around them quietly and have a word. He's a bit of a cotchin, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you want a vocal. And the person who's vocal- You want a or a roughhead well, or we've a got a vocal one. Phil Davis. We've got a little chirper. His name's Dane Zorko. He's the vice oh. captain. He's been tagged all season and for my money, hasn't had a good game. The coach praised him after the Melbourne one in round two when he had 20 touches and a goal because he fought hard through the tag. But here's the thing. He was an All-Australian last year. If you go by the AFL rankings, he's number six in the AFL. He's drastically overrated. He's, at the moment, not in the top 30, 40 players in the AFL. Oh, 
I'd push him out of the top 50. Also, wasn't there an incident with him after the game? After the game. So he played on Tuke Miller from Gold Coast. Tuke won Miller the, won the Marcus Ashcroft Award for best on ground. Won the game for the Suns too. Won it. That smother well, was fucking awesome. Have you seen it? No. Fucking best smother ever. There's a guy, Allison. <laughs> Allison was kicking it inside 50 and Tuke Miller dived and smothered. Oh, he wasn't it was, kicking inside 50. That kid was winding up and running with the intention. Potentially to, a game saver. That saver. was a goal. Um, yeah, Tuke Miller and he tagged Zorko. And kept him to 10 touches and yep. got him very angry throughout the day. And at the end of the game, Tuke Miller comes up to him, offers the hand, and Zorko, you can lip read quite easily, is just like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and Miller's just like, oh, all right. He's and like, today, he's, like he's come 21, out and said, 22. Yeah, he said a little bit of sportsmanship would have gone a long way. And, um, and purple warrior Damien Barrett's had a crack at Zorko. Rightly so, I think. You're a leader of the club. Don't be such a little piss baby at the end. Yeah. Shake the guy. The guy beat you. Yes, he's a tagger, so he gave you a lot of gut punches all night and shit like that. But you've got to be like you're an elite you're an all Australian player. You've got to expect that. I would have dragged if I'm if I'm Zorko, I moved myself to the forward line. He went Drag- down there at times and he kicked a goal. Um but I think they should have they should have done a Dusty Martin and planted him in the goal square. I would have. He's I, dangerous. Chris Fagan, I think, fucked that a little bit. But Zorko's attitude unless, unless for the Fagan's whole game, thing is I'd rather Force Zorko to have to play through a tag in the midfield so he learns how to do it. That's what he said. He goes, I want them to be able to fight through adversity. And Zorko actually can't. And I, I question his leadership at the club. He's given me the shits for the last five weeks. And just on the weekend, so he was well held. He wasn't having an influence on the game at all. Wasn't getting behind his teammates. Wasn't doing anything. And any time a Gold Coast player had a touch, you watch behind the play, Zorko would snipe him. He'd be hitting blokes. He'd be tackling people late. (laughs) I'm fed up with him. I just think his leadership's so poor. There's been moments where we could have won games this season, and he doesn't stand up, and he's been a piss baby. Learn how to shake a tag, man. I'm sick of it. Also, Dane Beams lift, and then you get tagged, and Zorko gets off the chain. And Oh, boy. For fuck's sake. Can I say, Sean? You may. John needs to happen. Luke Hodge needs to, uh, just at training this week, just say, hey, Zork, what are you doing for dinner tonight, mate? (laughs) Come around to my house. We'll have a, a two-hour chat. Zorko will come back out next week. Bang, 30 touches, three goals. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Did you guys watch the game? No. I okay. watched the second half. I just bought... Did you, watch the, did you see the Luke Hodge give away the free kick that resulted in a goal? Um, I no. despise this rule. This is the below-the-knee contact. Luke Hodge got his man out of the contest fairly. He's dived on the ground to slap the ball to a teammate 
And at the end of that action, a Gold Coast player's run into the contest, tripped over Luke Hodge. Yeah. Gets the free kick, kicks the goal. In a game where Gold Coast win by, by five goal. points, it's fucked. There was a lot of Brisbane fans are unhappy. Umpire number 17, Justin Schmidt, naming him. <laughs> Gave away so many... Gold Coast kicked 11 goals yesterday. Seven of them were from free kicks. Oh, that's... Five of them, at least, for me, were really dubious. Did you see the 50-metre penalty in the I last did. quarter? I did. Stephen May? Stephen May took a mark or got a free kick, or I can't remember what it was. A Brisbane player then gets hit in the throat. <laughs> Zorko comes in and says, Oi, mate, don't you fucking do that to my teammate. I want to do something for once in this game. Pushes the guy away, but got him a bit hot. Like, got him up yeah. here. No, like it was soft as umpire went, oh, 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 50 meter penalty and a goal. Wins him the game. Gold Coast to shit. They are a fucking awful club. You look at the stats. I don't want to harp on, but Brisbane won a <laughs> lot of- I don't want to harp on, but I'm fucking but I going will. to. I will. Brisbane won a lot of stats. They just don't have any class or any polish. And the like the kids are playing well. Blokes like um, Zorko, Beams, Christensen could probably do a little bit more as well, I think. Blokes like to be that. fair though, Christensen's missed about 18 months He's of coming back time. slowly, yeah. The leaders aren't doing enough to add the polish at the end to help them win the games. And um, still my head in. I, I think Gold, Co- Gold Coast are an ordinary club though. I, they've won three games. I reckon they won't win more than six games. They were a bit shit-ass yesterday. Yeah. It was just two shit, two shit clubs playing. And, um, <laughs> gave us a good game though. How many games are you guys winning this season now? Um, On well, record, you've said 12. No, two weeks ago I said, no, no. I've got it down for 14. Guys, guys, guys. First first episode we ever did, Sean said he saw them winning, 20, winning 25, which meant an undefeated <laughs> run to the grand final. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think well, look. Real is, like, you, you said 14 two weeks ago, I think? I did. You said 14 two weeks in a row. Yeah. You lost it and you were like, no, 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 I've gone through it. We'll yep. still win 14. I had us down as probably losing that one. So we still got 14. Yeah. This was a winning one, wasn't it? This was a win. So are you now next, next week's 30? a loss. Oh, are you playing next week? The Giants. <sighs> there or here? Yes, there. Oh. Uh, I was going to say there or here. And they're hurting. Um, look, I haven't looked too far beyond that. I know we've got the Bulldogs coming up soon at Eddie Had. That's Fingers a chance. Um, we've got Collingwood at the Gabba. That's a chance. When are you playing Carlton? Carlton's later in the year. Oh. Now, all right. I don't want to get bogged down in Brisbane because I think we should try and talk about good things and good teams. So I apologise to no, listeners. No, that's all right. Well, this is t- this is technically the this is the, mo- the last game that's been played since. I have an issue with the fixture. I'd like to see it change because if you look, so we've played five games now. Yep. Brisbane have had two home games. One of them's against Melbourne, who are a potential top four uh-huh. probable finalist this year. And one of them's a Q clash. We've travelled in the first round to St Kilda. One's a Q clash against Gold Coast. We played the reigning premiers and we've played Port Adelaide in Adelaide. I just don't think it's a fair go for a bottom club when you're trying to sell hope. I would like to see Brisbane in the first month have had a fixture against the Kangaroos, against Carlton and Gold Coast. Because then you've got three legitimate chances to win games. Well, Gold as Coast, opposed to Gold what they Coast dish had up. That. They had Freo, North and... Um, who was the other one? Brisbane? No, no, there was a... No, well, Brisbane, yeah. That falls yeah. into that category. But there was one more that was sort of like a, an well, that easy... That means four out of five. But hey, even geez. Carlton? Who have, Carlton have had... Um, oh, they've had West Coast and Richmond, though. Carlton have had finalists. Gold Coast. They've had Collingwood. They've had, I think, North Melbourne. 
Yeah, they did. But in Tassie, I mean? in Tassie, yeah, but that's that's three winnable games, and I just think that the same thing same thing happens with Brisbane every year. It's like we lose the first five, six, seven, eight, whatever it is, and then they win like five in the back end of the year, and it's like, oh, we sell hope for next year, and then we get fucked with the fixture again. It's like we're the worst team, and the AFL has a system where they break teams into groups of six yep. to give you more of a fair fixture. Give us some of the shitter teams earlier in the year so we can try and get some momentum for the young players. Should have been playing Gold Coast every week. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, be relegated out of the like, AFL. The best thing is we get Gold Coast twice because of the Gary Ablett factor, which like I get from a ratings perspective. But I mean, am I cocky and going? Well, there's two wins. A bit. You <laughs> now that Ablett doesn't play there, yeah. <laughs> Especially Gold Coast, I think they've done really well to have three wins people, yeah. so far. Like, good on them. They've they brought like intensity in their tackling and everything. But I just I watched them on the weekend and. It's it's one of those situations. They didn't win the game. Brisbane absolutely lost it by just being really shit again. Like Brisbane, I think I said this to you off air, Tom. If you look at the stats, if any other team had those numbers against Gold Coast, they win that game by seven goals or more. Yeah. So Gold Coast, I think they're not going to play finals. Sorry, Bob Murphy. It's, it, oh, it's, it won't it's, happen this year. It's different to sort of North who've surprised everyone where you're like, no, they've surprised everyone. And on paper, they're actually surprisingly good. You forget they are good. What's well, the thing about North? Like some people forgot. We've probably talked about this in a previous Jack episode. Jack Zabel, Sean Higgins, and Ben Cunnington are very good players. North won, I think, five games last year, but they lost seven or eight really tight games. Yeah. So, and they were I think, good clubs that they lost to. Yeah. Like, so, they lost, they lost a, by a point against us. When we went out on a limb and said, North North for a wooden spoon, we're probably wrong. No, I think I, everyone was probably we're definitely also wrong. Also because North Melbourne and people have stopped talking about this, had the worst trade period for a bottom club in True. maybe the history of AFL. Yeah. They were just like, we're going hard or going home, and we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were uh, like, yeah, we want the Brownlow medalist. Oh, we can't have him? Guess we're going to take no one. <laughs> oh, we'll take the Brownlow medalist. I can't have him. What about the one from two years ago? Oh, I can't have him. What about a guy who might win one in a couple of years' time? Can't have him? Oh, oh we'll take Billy Hartung. <laughs> Who's He's playing been good. well for He's them. He's been quite yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Oh. Good on him. Oh, it's good. So there's two games left in the round. We've got Melbourne versus Richmond. Uh, I'm going Richmond. Melbourne should come out pretty hard. But Richmond are Richmond. Rich- yeah. Richmond aren't the team that a couple of... Like, last, this game last year they was a danger game for Richmond. This year, they're not that team anymore. Yeah. Melbourne are. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Melbourne yeah. looked the goods early and then Richmond just run over the top of them. Well, Melbourne, every single game so far this season have had a run of goals kicked on them. So yep. they can actually tighten the back line. They've lost Jakey Lever, maybe it's the week he steps up. They lost Frost. They've lost Frost. Mm. Oh mate. They need Jack Viney back. They need Tom McDonald back. <sighs> they just need They need David Neitz to come back. <laughs> they need to grow some testicles as oh. well, quite frankly, <laughs> as a footy club. Um last week they're like Melbourne have probably hurt in a lot. They lost by fucking sixty seven points to Hawks, remember? Well, yeah. they'll come out. Fi- here's here's what could happen. They could come out. And keep Melbourne like the could first come out five absolutely firing, and Richmond could come out a little bit complacent because they've come off playing a shithouse team last week in Brisbane. So maybe they're going to be like a Played few percent of off. But yeah, maybe they're a few percent off, and they're a bit complacent, and they're a bit. And you'd then, like to think they bring then, the mindset in though, where they know Melbourne's going to come at them. Yeah. But then you watch. That might be the first half. Yeah. You watch them then come out at half time and they just explode. They just go absolutely look tired. Uh, oh, no. So Melbourne looked tired in the second half. Richmond and kick 11 in a row. Richmond yeah. will, don't argue that's, their way. That's to actually victory. happened the last two Anzac E games where Melbourne have been in winnable positions and Richmond have run over the top of them. I expect that to happen again. Yeah, me too. Yep. And Dusha. 
Last game of the round, the Anzac Day Clash. Could be one of the games of the round. Well, weirdly enough, so everyone would be like, oh, Essendon and Collingwood are in pretty good form. We are currently thir- uh, 12th and 13th on the ladder. Yeah, that's because you haven't played yet. Uh, for, just for overseas listeners, this game is... The second the, biggest game of the year. Yeah, it's the it's the biggest non-final game of the year. Yep. Yeah, easy. Um, there should be have close almost, to 100,000 people there. It's yeah, Especially huge. with both teams in form. At the they moment. have budgeted for 95,000. Oh, massive. What's the record crowd? I think they had like 99 one year, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, I think I think 2009. That that year. Oh, the Zaharakis year. Zaharakis, it's fucking pissing down year. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if anyone hasn't seen this footage, and Jeez. just to get an idea of what Anzac Day is like, if you um, YouTube has like the last five minutes of the Anzac Day clash of 2009. Uh, with Watch Triple it. M commentary. Watch it. It's If you want to know how good footy is, so Essendon that year, like they were shaking off being a garbage club for a couple of years. After being really strong finals contenders, they'd made finals in a couple of years. Um, I think this was the first year that we had a new coach as well. Anyway, Collingwood were absolute favorites of that match. And it started raining with about 15 minutes to go. Essendon looked absolutely cooked. And then out of nowhere, we kicked three in a row. And uh, Zaharakis, who is still in the Essendon team at the moment, and he's probably one of our best players in his first game. Do you want me to get the audio up? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to get too excited. And I'll tell you, because I remember watching this game because, fuck. I, feel like I remember it- watching this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> I like it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's something you can't say. That's the best part, the Zaharakas. That's the best commentary I've ever heard. Oh, ever. The close second to that mm. for BT saying ridiculous shit. When he's so when he's on TV, he's much more measured because he has to yeah. be. When he's on Triple M, he gets in that room with those dickheads and he just becomes <laughs> vintage BT. The 2016 Premiership when Tom Boyd kicks the goal from the goal from the center square that puts the Bulldogs far enough in front that they're not going to be overrun. On that radio commentary. <laughs> The ball goes in, it goes through, beat. He's like, he's kicked it from the center square. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Which, look, if you're an overseas listener, you might be like, ah, classic Australian. Cannot say that. That is absolutely not okay. Very illegal. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Even the, it's absolutely pissing down in that clip we just heard. That's already like. That's borderline. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's. um, (laughs) They're just screaming. It's good. I was at um, my girlfriend of the time's house, like. Fucking nearly ten years ago, this was. Yeah, and I remember watching it. We were, like her older brother had come out and be like, "You guys are fucked," and I was like, "Yeah, I, look, it's not looking good." And I was like, "Look, I'll just watch the end of it." And fuck me, I'm glad I did. In fact, I think I missed like either the second or the third quarter, or maybe both. I watched the start of the game and the I saw the entire last quarter, hmm. and there was a moment where they were like, "Do you want to stop watching?" I was like, "No, no, no, I'll see this out." <laughs> good boy, good on you. You're not a TC. The end of the game, because she has like a balcony. I remember walking outside and just like standing on the balcony, just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, it was, I was like sweaty from watching TV. It um, was I, I get sweaty at every game of football I go to. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, we, a, you saw the video that we put up on the yeah, Twitter feed. Yeah, that's, that's why I. It's it's, it's hard. It's hard being a supporter, guys. It's a fair response. Should we go some profit call, uh, calls on next week's? Let's games? do it. Let's do it. We got the best Friday night clash of the year: Western Bulldogs versus Carlton. How the fuck are Carlton on a Friday night game again? If Carlton play like they did on the weekend, I go Carlton. But if Bulldogs play like they did against Essendon, you go Bulldogs. But it's even, hard. It's but a even, tough one. Uh, I'm going to go Bulldogs. I might go Carlton just early. I just like the idea of Western Bulldogs winning so that we can say that after the first three quarters of the season, Carlton are cooked. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, good. Yep. <laughs> if the doggies lose too, that's their season gone. Yeah, I would I would yeah. wager. We got Geelong at home against Sydney. It's gonna to be tough with yeah. Selwood, and if Ablett doesn't get up, then that No, nah, Ablett Ablett's not back for this game. They already said he the one he'll be back for if he's back early will be the GWS game. We'll have no no Selwoods. Tom Hawkins comes back, which alleviates a bit of pressure on Menzel. It's going to be hard. I love you, Tom. I'm going Sydney just early. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? I've yeah. seen this ragtag group of boys go to go to Port Adelaide and fight off the power. I think they're going to be able to do the same against Lance Franklin at home. Mm, no. Bring it on. Up the cats. Fair enough. I reckon after a bit of a... Weaker performance <sighs> at yeah, the SCG. Right. Okay. Also, I lo- like. I've been on record saying this. I love Sydney. I know. But also, quite like Geelong. So this is very hard for me. I think what's going to happen is that Horse Longmire, Sydney coach, is going to get on the phone during the week. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to call up Clarko, and they're going to have a two-hour chat. And Sydney's going to get up. That's right. You yeah. know what Chris Scott's going to do? What? Chris Scott's going to call up his uh, former coach and mentor, <laughs> Lee Matthews. <laughs> For a four-hour chat. <laughs> For a four-hour chat. They'll win the flag. <laughs> Fantastic. North Melbourne at uh, Etihad Stadium with uh, Port Adelaide. I'm going north. I'm going north too. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going Port. There's <laughs> nah, no Port's way. imploding. Nah, there's no way they can back that up two weeks in a row. Nah, They'll, they will be filthy. I reckon they will. Back it up. Um, oh, This is hard. Yeah, that, that's a- tipping, tipping was easy when we didn't give a shit and teams were shit. <laughs> I'd just like to say that I... Uh, I tipped against Geelong and tipped Brisbane this week, which has cost me first place. Ooh. I'm uh, currently sitting third on the ladder. Don't dog the boys. Well, the thing is, I feel like... Well, don't dog one of the boys. <laughs> Either dog all the boys or none of the boys. Well, the we- the annoying thing is, and I feel like this is punishment because I messaged Sean being like, I've tipped against Brisbane and then realized I hadn't. I don't think I actually meant to tip against Geelong. I think that was legitimately a fuck up by me, which I'll wear, obviously. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, bullshit. I didn't <laughs> fucking do it. I did. I definitely did. Give me 20 bucks and I'll change the tip for you on the site. <laughs> Deal. I have admin rights. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of TCs right here. Huge game, huge game. Giants taking on Brisbane Lions. Sorry, Sean. Uh, game of the round, maybe? Uh, yeah, in my heart. Um, uh, Brisbane by one point. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. GWS by 10. Goals. GWS by 30. Goals? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hawks take on St. Kilda. Oh, it's in Tassie as well. I'd say Hawks. Yeah, Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. They'll, they'll fight. They'll bite back. And It'll St. be close, Kil- though. St. Kilda will be exhausted from last week. So. True. Crows hosting the Suns. Yeah. Crows, Crows are running by Iron 10 goals. 10 goals. Yeah. Tex Walker will kick five. On Je- Josh Jenkins will kick five. That's how oh, shit yeah. Gold Coast Jenkins. Oh, I'm worried about Sunday. Essendon versus Melbourne. That's a... You could lose it, or win two in the space of a week. Yeah, I could come back to this fucking full of toast. I'll tell you next the, time you hear from me. I've had roast on your toast or <laughs> only roast. Roast on your toast is good. Dusha, you know what's in your favour? It's at Eddie Head Stadium. Yeah. Do you know what Melbourne can't do? Played Eddie Head Stadium. Collingwood versus Richmond. Another massive game. I think Richmond. Yeah. Richmond. Richmond. But if if Collingwood get up against Essendon, which fuck me, I hope does not happen. Mm. 
they could come into this Richmond game with a lot of confidence, especially yes. if Melbourne get up on Richmond. Yep. Yep. Yeah, get up yep. on them. No, that works. Get yeah, up yeah. on them. Get yeah, up yeah, in yeah. them. No, wait. Get up on them. <laughs> then we've got the Derby. 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 The Derby. Game of the round. Dockers versus Eagles. I don't know. I'll flip a coin for that one. No, no, no. I'm a- calling it now. I'm calling it now. West Coast oh. by two points. Oh. Nick Nat goal on the siren. How many fights? 11. Yeah. How many fights oh. in the crowd? <laughs> 706. <laughs> <laughs> One for every fan. Oh, actually, if you were looking for footage just to see what like Port Adelaide crowd is like, there is footage of the Adelaide Port Adelaide derby last year. I think it showdown, is showdown. Yeah, yeah, the showdown. Um, where Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide, the club kind of imploded a bit, and then the fans turned on each other, and oh, there was a massive punch on between Port fans. The fans turned on their own players so yeah. quickly. Jack Watts has got out of Melbourne thinking, "Oh, great, I'm not going to be Bronx cheered when I take a mark." Nah, it fucking happened on Saturday, mate. <laughs> lift. <laughs> That pretty much does it for this week, boys. Uh, If if you guys who are listening want to get in touch with the lads, you can find us uh, howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Douche13. Go Lions. Go Cats. (laughs) Pray for me, boys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.